Hey everybody, this is Deb Pierce. Now if you like to talk about all things marriage, ministry, music, family, fashion, food, and fun, well then Secrets of a First Lady is just for you. Now this podcast is a place where we're going to be super transparent and share all of our experiences, you know, our secrets from this journey called life. We're going to talk about the real stuff, but it's also a safe place that's sprinkled with a little bit of laughter, lots of life, and a whole lot of love. So buckle up and welcome to Secrets of a First Lady with Deb Pierce. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Secrets of a First Lady with Deb Pierce, a safe place that's sprinkled with a little bit of laughter, lots of light, and a whole lot of love. Well, listen, I have a very special episode for you. Um, Let me just say this. So the ministry that I am so blessed to be a part of, we have what we call Rest Month. Yep, you heard it, Rest Month. So at least twice a year, we take an opportunity to disconnect, not from the church, not from God, not from our responsibility. But what we do is we take an opportunity to disconnect from extra meetings and um, rehearsals and things of that nature. So we have an opportunity to focus on family. Isn't that amazing? I know it's awesome. And I look forward to it all the time. Don't get me wrong, y'all. I love doing the will of the Lord and the work of the Lord, but um, it's just good to be at a ministry that understands that we also need to spend time with our families. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, totally amazing. So today's episode, we are going to talk about rest. Yep. That's what it is, R-E-S-T, something that I don't believe I get enough of, and I'm learning exactly how important rest is, not only to our bodies and our spirits, but even also to God, y'all. So I'm going to start out with a scripture that from Matthew's chapter 11, verse 28, that says, come to me and you guys know it, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and burdens are light. So that was the NIV version. Now, I also, y'all hear my paper? Yeah, because see, I believe in the paper Bible too. It's okay to have it on your phone, but you know, I'm always prepared just in case that Wi-Fi go out or the battery die to have my secret weapon with me. So I'm going to be reading from the Message Bible. One of my favorite translations is the Message and the Passion. Well, well, any translation is great. Any translation that gives you a clear understanding of what God is saying, what the word is saying is amazing. So, hey, it says same chapter and verse from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. It says, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Well, come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. 
Isn't that something I love? The Message Bible. Walk with me, work with me, and watch how I do it. This is God. So when we hear the word rest, most of us think about sleep. We think taking a nap. We need. We think going to sit down. We think just going to lay down. And don't get me wrong. All those things are very relaxing to do. But if your posture of your mind never matches the posture of your body, guess what? You're not resting. Now, I know I'm going to mess some of you up when I say this, but the reality of it is this. Sleep is not rest, nor has it ever been. I'm going to say it again. Sleep is not rest. It doesn't equate to rest. Now, sleep and rest have always been friends, but if they don't work together, you will never feel renewed. You will never feel restored and you will never feel energized. Now, before I go further, let's talk about what sleep is. I'm just going to tell you um, maybe just a few things because I'm not going to keep you long. Sleep is number one, a biological necessity. It is a biological necessity. Necessity, trying not to sleep, trying to get rid of sleep, to delete sleep, to omit sleep from your life, from your routine will slow you down. And guess what? It will ultimately affect your health. That's right. If you're not getting enough sleep, getting enough sleep will hurt your body. Why? Because sleep is valuable. And to skimp on that, it could be costly, like staying up forever, having late nights. Thinking a few hours of sleep is all you need. That is nothing to brag about. You need sleep. And even if you can get away with it right now, keep on living, keep on growing. You're going to feel the results of not sleeping enough. I know because I used to be that person from a teen to a young adult. Used to stay up all night long and was proud of it. What time you go to sleep? I went to sleep at four o'clock. What time you went to sleep? I stayed up till five. What? And you up now? Wow, you got a whole lot of energy. Listen. That got so played out so quick, I started having migraines. It started to affect my body. And instead of me, you know, figuring out what is it, what is it, I'm just steady popping Excedrin and and Tylenol when all I needed to do was to recalibrate and reset my sleep pattern. Sleep helps, y'all. So sleep is a biological necessity. Number two, guess what sleep is? Sleep is a physical activity. It is something you do. It is something you have to put into practice. It's it's what you have to do. You put action behind it. Now, this is the thing with sleep. It's the most important activity that we can plan for ourselves. We plan for everything else. Even when we play sports, even when we go on a date, Even we go to church, we're planning for it. It's an activity. It's something we have to get up and we have to move and we have to do. So it is important that we plan to sleep. Now, many of us just spend our days and we spend our nights just doing. But now it's time for us to be, to be at rest. We always decide that we don't need to sleep. So we make a to-do list. This is activity. We make a to-do list, something that we feel we can accomplish in a day. We'll have a million things down and we think we Superman or Superwoman and we can accomplish those things in an hour. Why? Because we don't need sleep. 
We don't need that activity of sleep. But guess what? When you get up and put sleep into practice, when you put action behind sleep, and you get the rest you need, that rest speaks. It speaks through your accomplishments. It speaks through your goals. It helps you pursue your purpose. It gives you the energy you need to pursue your purpose. It helps you not to have a bad day when you're doing the things that you need to do. And it helps you think better. It sedates erratic thoughts, the thoughts, the negative thoughts. It makes them lay down so that your spirit could get rest. That's how rest speaks. Now, that's just a few. I just gave you two. Now, I have to tell you guys, and, and as I was doing my research, I got got to, if I could say that, I got got. There are some things that we do that we think uh, is resting for us. We think it helps us to rest or we get the sleep we need. And this is a shock, and I'm going to name just a few guys. One of the things, one of the number ones, one thing we do, number ones, ain't no S on ones. One of the number one things that we do when we think we need rest, we plan what? A vacation. And now listen, there's nothing wrong with going on vacation. But most of the time, well, let me let me speak for us. I know, and we we're learning, we're learning. Most of the time when we go on vacation, we end up moving faster and we pick up the pace even more on vacation do we, than we do when we're home. For instance, we may only have five to seven days to kind of go on vacation, but what we do is we take up every ounce of that day doing a million things, going a million places within that small time frame. And don't get me wrong, it's always great to go places. It's always great to enjoy new experiences, but we forget to balance it out with rest. We, it's always unbalanced. We may spend like out of those seven days, maybe like a day or two on the beach and the rest of the days we just ripping and running so that by the time we come home, we're exhausted because we didn't take the opportunity to rest. So if you're going to go on vacation, make sure you settle your mind, you settle your thoughts, you space out time, even if it's something that you do every day. Number two, another thing that we think helps us to rest is isolation. And I get it. Sometimes you have those moments where you just want to be alone, but you should never put yourself in a position where you're alone for too long. And what we do is, and how we do it is, sometimes we scale down on things that God has called us to do. I've seen it time and time again, even in the church, where people isolate themselves and they will resign from things that God has assigned them to do, thinking that they don't have enough time to get things done. When all they have to do is put everything in their proper place and handle things accordingly. And see, I believe that isolation is one of the enemy's biggest tricks. He uses that to separate us and to pull us away from love and light so he can push us into doom and darkness. And then we become surrounded by spirits of laziness and complacency and a low self-esteem and lack of self-love. And, and we become um, that empty garden, like he pulls life from us um, so that we won't have the energy to fight. So isolation really doesn't help. We need people and people need you. We need people and people 
need you and God needs us and we need God. Okay. Third thing that I think that helps, um, that we think helps us to rest. This is a big one. Y'all is medication, medication. Now, genuine rest, I believe never really responds to medication. Yes. There may be things that you could take to relax you, but how many of you can testify that when you use artificial ways to go to sleep, you often wake up fatigued and drained and even more tired than the day before. Why? Because sleeping pills and melatonin and things that um, pull from your senses, even though you may go to sleep, you wake up numb. It's almost, you take half of the next day <laughs> to wake up from the sedation. So although medication may put your body to sleep, it doesn't rejuvenate your energy or your mind. And the last thing I'm going to say that we think helps us rest is mental stuff. Yeah, we have a lot of mental baggage. And when we're trying to get rest, you have to make sure that you're not carrying stuff. Like you're not carrying old bags filled with stuff that has already expired. See, the mind is a devil's battlefield and he'll have you holding on to confusion of the past to stop you from getting your rest or enjoying life in the present. How many times have we stayed up at night worrying about a mistake of the past or holding on to something or someone that did something to us or something that happened to us that we had no control over. You got to learn how to take a mind retreat. You have to think on these things as the word says. Seek God's word, pray, meditation. Empty out that mental strain so that God can fill it with his matchless love, okay? Unmatchless love. Now, Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith says in a book that I read that's really good, and you guys might want to look it up. It's, it's a book called Sacred Rest. And she says that life itself is captured in the concept of creative rest. People were the final creation before God's complete approval of rest. Rest is God's gift back to his people. His presence is how he connects us to his rest. It is, is a part invitation and it's part prescription. Rest is part invitation and it is part prescription. One more scripture I want to give you guys and then I promise you I'm going to let you go and I'm going to find it guys. It is in, I told y'all. I believe in the Bible. I know y'all hear these papers. Come on. And I collect Bibles too. I really do. Um, not as a habit, but I just love all of the different translations that the word gives. It's They're so colorful and each one connects. So again, I'm going to be reading from the Message Bible, Isaiah chapter 30, verses 15 through 7. It says, and you'll get it in a minute. It says, God, the master, the holy of Israel has his solemn counsel. Your salvation requires you to turn back to me. Stop your silly efforts to save yourselves. Your strength will come from here. It is settling down, which is rest in complete dependence on me. And this is the very thing you've been unwilling to do. Your salvation requires you to turn back to me, God is saying, and stop your silly efforts to save yourselves. Your strength will come from settling down, rest, 
in complete dependence on me, the very thing you've been unwilling to do. So before I end, I want to say this. Rest is not merely taking a break. It's right there in the word, guys. Rest is what makes burdens light. Rest is like water. It hydrates the dry places. Rest forces you to stop. Rest causes you to be still and seek God. Rest helps you put back the order of your life and anything that has shifted out of alignment with God's will for you. Rest is sacred. So do you know what we need to do? What we need to work on? Not what we need to work on. What we all need to do. We need to return and rest. Until next time, guys, rest. And live in faith and not fear. <laughs>